0: hey what's going on who that nation it is yours truly tj jones the host of the state of the saints podcast and welcome to another edition of the state of the saints podcast Of course if this is your first time checking out the podcast this is the podcast that focuses on the new orleans saints and today's topic is it's very very simple okay does albert camara deserve an extension and I know some of you are probably wondering to yourself, TJ, why are you coming up with this topic? Why is this topic even uh, worth discussing? Because believe it or not, that Nation, <laughs> there are people out there in the Huda Nation. There are members of the Huda Nation who feel that Alvin Kamara does not deserve a contract extension. I cannot believe that we reached this point. I cannot believe that I am about to have a show where I'm going to have to sell people on Alvin Kamara. But here we are. But thank you very much for checking out the podcast. Really do appreciate it. Special shout out to everyone in the chat. I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to rock and roll. Uh, Man, it's been a great, great month uh, for the State of the Saints podcast, man. Now we're in September and the best is yet to come. Thank you all so much for supporting the State of the Saints podcast from day one. There are a lot of people out there that have been supporting the State of the Saints podcast from the very beginning, from, you know, before I was even in front of this camera, you know, I was doing voiceovers and, and slideshows. People have been there supporting the State of the Saints podcast, but look how we've grown, man, together. I mean, we, you know, interviewing some of the most, uh you know, influential people in the world of sports and NFL and, and Saints writers. I mean, so this is this has been unbelievable for me. So thank you all very much for helping me uh, reach this point. Like I said, the best is yet to come, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. But let's go ahead. Let's talk a little bit about Alvin Kamara. If you didn't check out the State of the Saints podcast last night, uh, or you, know, you didn't check out the episode before. Um, I encourage you to do so. Please do so. Uh, that was uh, that was one of the <laughs> I, I was, that was one of the most entertaining episodes I I think I've ever done. I, I, it's hard for me to really watch myself, you know, (laughs) like I rather listen to myself than actually watch myself, but I actually watched the video that I I put up last night and I was, man, I, I, it was hilarious. I I just thought it was hilarious. Like between like some of the comments and, and I guess, you know, it's one thing to actually hear yourself, but to watch yourself in real time, like respond to certain things. It's just funny, but I'm ready to talk about Alvin Kamara, man. I'm I'm ready to uh discuss some of these uh topics uh about the New Orleans Saints that you have. So any uh I know the, the topic of conversation is about Alvin Kamara, but you don't have to talk about Alvin Kamara, we can talk about anything you want, okay. That's how we do it on the State of the Saints podcast. You get uh you get free access to your boy, okay. This has nothing to do with you having to donate, you don't have to donate any money or anything like that. Just Make a comment, and, uh, you know, we'll try to see if we can read it for you, okay? But thank you all very much. Uh, Ren says, yes, uh, he has done a lot and one of the best dual threat uh, uh, backs in the league. He deserves, yes, sir, his scrilla. Without people need to stop doubting this man because some of them were the same ones who doubted Michael Thomas. Yep, yep, how did that work out exactly? Exactly, that, that's my whole point, Ren. My whole point is all these people every single year, anytime a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, a cornerback, anytime is about that time for them to get, that's right. That's Grilla. All of a sudden, here you go in the chats talking about this guy don't deserve his money. We can go out here and get something better than this. You're not going to get anything better than Alvin Kamara. Look, I, I get it. You know, people are saying, oh, man, he's not the best running back in football. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He don't do what Christian McCaffrey does. But who's to say that he wouldn't be able to do what Chris, uh, Christian McCaffrey does if he was given the opportunity to do so? Some people just think, oh, Sean uh, Payton, he made a, a Reggie Bush. He he made a Darren Brooks, a, a Tavares Cadet him he he did the same thing with Alvin like nah man Alvin is a completely different beast Alvin is a better route runner and he can run between the tackles better than every guy that I just named so if you think that you're gonna find another Alvin Kamara gives uh, somebody else can come in and give you the same type of production that he does then you're sadly mistaken and I would like to know what you've been smoking and it's just amazing to me how some people can just love and just you know what i'm saying love can just turn to hate or resentment towards the player so quickly everybody else in the that nation seemed like they were on board this guy's rookie year when he was wearing a grill in his mouth talking about how good this guy is this guy gonna be a beast all this stuff and now all of a sudden it's time for this man to get his bread now all of a sudden this guy you, you want to nitpick the things that you say that he's not go ahead and let alvin kamara go and see what happens okay I, I don't think I, I don't want us to be so arrogant in a who that nation to believe that uh you know just because we have Drew Brees who probably have two three years tops left in him that all of a sudden anybody else can come in here and Sean Payton can make him. A lot of the things that we feel about the Saints have a lot to do with the fact that Drew Brees is on the field and he is a, a glorified and a, a second offensive coordinator on the field putting guys in position. But what the hell is going to happen when Drew Brees is no longer there and you have a young quarterback back there that can't really read the formations and the defenses like Drew Brees can? Who are you going to rely on then? Oh, we can get ourselves a big punishing bruising back. Yeah, if it was 1992 and Christian Okoye Christian was still around here somewhere in the late 80s, then maybe I believe you, okay? But the three yards in the cloud of dust days of the NFL is over, okay? You, you cannot – Just have a running back that's just a bruising back that you get a ball to about a million gazillion times a game. He got to be able to be multifaceted. You got to have a running back that can run between the tackles and catch out of the backfield. And for all those delusional fans out there that say that Alvin Kamara can't run between the tackles, what the hell have you been watching for the last three years? I just put a video up of this guy in 2019 running between the tackles, catching the ball out of the backfield. So I'm just wondering to myself, what the hell have y'all been watching? What have y'all been watching for y'all to say that this guy can't run between the tackles? Oh, he's not durable. Come on, man. The dude missed a couple games, you know what I'm saying, his rookie season because he got, you know what I'm saying, because he had a concussion. I think he only missed like one game. And then with uh, Jalen Smith, he got knocked out of the game with a concussion again. But besides that, I mean, he still had double-digit touchdowns. Last time I checked, running backs aren't getting double-digit touchdowns like that. But that's how we are in the Who that Nation. We, we have very, uh, we have select memory in the Who that Nation. We, we, we remember things that makes us feel like we're qualified to talk about certain people, all right? We, we will bring up certain situations and certain scenarios to validate our points. But we're not looking at the whole entire body of work that this guy has put in. And this whole theory about uh, Mark Ingram and Latavius Murray, and, and he hasn't been a saint since Mark Ingram left. Well, the guy was hurt. It was only one year. Mark Ingram has only been in Baltimore for one year. So how can you possibly say that this guy can't be uh, uh, every down back when he got hurt and you're saying that he isn't the same as Mark Ingram and he was hurt? So how can you say that this guy is not going to be the same running back when he was hurt? Okay. Mark Ingram only brings you like a certain type of dynamic. Okay. He, I mean, he, he can run downhill. He can catch out of backfield as well. And he is a bruising back. But if you want to make an argument about the locker room presence of Mark Ingram, then I'll be on board. But there's nothing Mark Ingram can tell Alvin Kamara that will make him become a better running back than what he already is. Okay, the guy already been good. And all these people that's trying to throw Latavius Murray in the trash all of a sudden, once again, what the hell have you seen that will convince you that Latavius Murray ain't the answer to Mark Ingram? The guy don't even get those many opportunities. So everything that you're basically uh, coming up with, in my opinion, are, are just facts that are just thrown together in your own mind. These are your own theories. I am going to go by the analytics. This guy was the offensive rookie of the year. This guy has made the Pro Bowl on numerous occasions, even though we all can agree that the Pro Bowl is watered down. And he is considered one of the best running backs in football, not just from people in the Houdat Nation, but around the NFL. If you don't believe me, go ask some of these uh, NFL officials what they think about Alvin Kamara. Go, go ask some of these general managers, if the Saints don't sign him, why, why wouldn't they be salivating at the fact of the possibility of getting Alvin Kamara? Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you are blind to see, because a lot of us, we're getting blinded by the winning. We're getting blinded by the success. But I guess I'm looking at it from a different way because I actually knew where the Saints were back in the day when they weren't that good, when, they, when there were some down years because a lot of you have been grandstanding for quite some time. So maybe since Drew Brees came on board, y'all all of a sudden y'all been looking at prosperity when it comes to New Orleans Saints for years. But I can remember the days when the New Orleans Saints used to suck terribly. I mean, you wish you could have a guy like Alvin Kamara in your room, but now all of a sudden what a difference a decade and a half makes. Now all of a sudden we call in shots. We big ball and we shot call and we can pump our chest out because we got one Super Bowl to, to hang our hat on. And all of a sudden we think that we glorify GM's. The point of the fact of the matter is Alvin Kamara is an incredibly talented running back. And you will not find another running back like Alvin Kamara. You can re- replace him with a running back that do different things. But a guy that can run between the tackles and catch like a wide receiver and, and run routes like a wide receiver, is hard to find. OK, there's a reason why a lot of people consider him as the best dual threat uh, running back in all of football. So I, I just don't know what y'all smoking up in, the, in here sometime. I, I don't know. Jerry says, yeah, he deserves more money, but he doesn't deserve top uh, back money. I mean, he may not deserve top bag money, but he deserves to be like second or third. And you know what I'm saying? Like he, he does a lot of great things, Jerry. He does a lot of great things and we cannot knock him for that. We cannot knock him for that. Like we cannot pretend like we haven't seen this guy producing. We have we can't pretend like we haven't seen this guy take over games. You know, this, like, if we, like if we're talking about making money, right? If we're talking about guys that deserve money, what do we look for in their characteristics? We look for a guy that can be a leader. I think we can say that Alvin Kamara has shown some leadership traits. We, we like to look at guys as being game changers. I think we all can agree that he is a game changer. Uh, we look at guys that fit well into an offense because sometimes, you know, we can get blinded by the fact that a guy is playing in a certain type of offense and we just think that, oh, why isn't our guy like him? Sometimes it's the offense. He, I mean, he fits this offense like a glove. I, he just does. So he does check all of the marks that you're looking for when it comes to him doing the job, him being a leader, him working inside of the offense. So if you wanna like say something like, okay, well he's not an every down back. He is an every down back. Y'all like he he is. He is every down back. He has the capability of being a every down back. I've seen El Kamara run between the tackles. This guy breaks tackles. And that's some of the things that we look for in running backs, right? When we look at somebody like Derrick Henry, who I feel like is a completely different beast, what makes him stand out to us? You know what I'm saying? He, He big and he bruising, right? But he breaks tackles. Alvin Kamara breaks tackles. He has extremely good balance. I'm talking Derrick Henry. Alvin Kamara has extremely good balance. So he has all the characteristics that it takes to be a good running back. The only thing that you can say against him is the fact that Sean Payton doesn't use running backs like not like other uh, places like Pete Carroll use a Marshawn Lynch back in the day, or you know, what I'm saying or Carson or Penny as of right now, he they don't use uh, um, Alvin Kamara like they would, you know, Connor out there in the, for Pittsburgh. You know, he, he's a guy that can do a, a variety of things. So I don't think that we should hold him accountable for the way Sean Payton is using him. And you know, like I said, who's to say if this guy goes to another team he won't be a guy that's ranked in the top 10 or the top five or the top three among running backs i'm, I'm just saying well he's ranked top 10 right now and i say top five as well but who say he won't be ranked in the top three if he doesn't go somewhere else where they run the ball well, quite you know a lot more than the saints do y'all remember uh the wendy's where the beef commercial latavius needs to pop on sean like, where's my reps? <laughs> I mean, that's true, man. Like, I just, I I don't know, man. I just like to give people, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I mean, that's just me. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't like to hurry up and write the story on somebody. I like to give people opportunity um, to give me some material to write with. If you're being honest with yourself, If you're being 100% truthful with yourself, you know for a fact that Latavius Murray has not shown you enough for you to really critique this guy's performance, for you to really say, oh, we need Mark Ingram back. As much as I love Mark Ingram, and I do miss him, and I'm glad he's having success in Baltimore, I cannot say say, uh, with, with a lot of conviction that Latavius Murray can't give you the type of production Mark Ingram did because Sean Payton does not put this guy in position for us to see if he can be that guy. Okay. So I'm going to give Latavius Murray the benefit of the doubt. If Latavius Murray was out there running a football and he wasn't giving you no type of production, then it would be one thing. But the times when I seen uh, Sean Payton get his guy the football over 15 times, this guy answered the call. He ran for hundred yards twice in the absence of Alvin Kamara. So, if you want to look at it one way, like oh man, third, fourth quarter, why he on a bench? Oh, he must not be that good. Or you can look at the fact when his number was called, he answered the bell. I like to think that this guy has a lot of promise. Sean Payton is the reason why we're critiquing this guy and being as critical on the guy as as we are is not really his fault. That, that's just my that's just my honest opinion on that. Gene says he earned the money. Everybody else getting paid good. Yeah. I mean, he earned his money. I just, I, I think the man deserves his money. Uh I just feel like it's easy for us on the outside looking in to critique people. But if we were doing our job and we were doing our job well, we want our promotion, okay? We don't want the boss man to come up to us and be like, well, you know, you usually get, you know, a, a raise every year, you know, after evaluation. But, you know, this year – I'm sorry, we can't give you evaluation or raise, <clears throat> even though you have been doing an outstanding job. You're going to be like, man, what? Man, what's your, pro- what, what's wrong with you? Like, heck nah. Might even make you think about working there. So why is on one hand, we can look at it from that particular standpoint, but we can't look at it from a football player standpoint. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's a completely different tax bracket. And when we're talking about 16, 17 million dollars, to us, you know what I'm saying? We about to pass out. Somebody give us that type of money. And maybe in football, you know what I'm saying? It's a completely you know, like different beast. But at the same time, the guy has answered the bell. He has done some remarkable things in the Saints uniform. He has won awards. He has won player of the week. He has made Pro Bowls. He is considered one of the best among his peers. That's all you can act for if you're, if you're trying to uh, evaluate a player for him to do a job. And Elvin Kamara has done his job. So I can't be critical if a guy wants to sit at home because the team is dragging it behind about giving me my Skrilla. You know what I'm saying? I can't knock him for that. A whole lot of money. Uh, Kamara and I need to be united for sure. Thank you very much uh, for the $2 whole lot of money. Yeah, I, I mean, get a man his money. You know, get, get a man his money. That, that's all I'm saying. Uh, He could, he could be he is a very active uh, in social political issues. Uh, I I mean, look, I understand some people are very critical of athletes, you know, taking a stand in some of these social justice issues. Some people rather these, these players, uh, you know, shut up and dribble or shut up and catch a pass, which if you fall into that category, man, get a life, you know, that's not the world that we live in. Okay. These guys are influential. and, You know, it's very hypocritical that if these players go out here, they slap around a woman, they go out here, they molest a woman, they go out here, they get caught drinking, they get pulled over by the police, they get arrested. All of a sudden, here we come flooding their timelines. Oh, you know what I'm saying? My son watches you. My daughter watches you. Uh, They want to be like you. You're a role model. How can you let them down? You can say that on one hand. But then these guys using that platform to promote change in this world, all of a sudden you got a problem with it. I mean, if that ain't hypocrisy, I don't know what is. You know, it, it just seems to me like people want these 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 players to fall into the category in which they want them to be in. You know, you, you can't treat them like Woody or Buzz Lightyear here. You can't just put them in a corner and just, you know, what I'm what saying and, and be Andy with the thing and pick them up and play with them when you feel like it. you can't do that. OK, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, you know, what I'm saying most toys with and buzz can move around. You know what I'm saying? And they get things done, even though Andy don't want to pay attention to it or he cannot see it. You know, I mean, I know, that's, you know, what, why am I talking about Toy Story? But one of my favorite cartoon movies of all time. But anyway, uh, we cannot use these these players at our convenience. OK, and and even with the case with Alvin Kamara. We can't just look at the fact of how great he is and praise the guy and talk about how wonderful he is on the field and pump our chest up when he have a big game on Monday when we got friends and we're staying in Dallas that's Cowboy fans and we just beat the Cowboys because Alvin Kamara uh, solidified the win by running a first down or catching a ball out of the backfield. We can't pump our chests up and brag on the guy one minute and then turn around and be critical of the guy when he wants his money when this guy wants to create generational wealth for himself, wants to put himself in a position for life outside of football, we can't be mad at that. And like I said, we need to stop with the hypocrisy, people. We cannot use these athletes at our own, you know what I'm saying, the, the way that we we use our toys. We can't. We can't just put them in a corner and want them to play around and move around like, like you know what I'm saying, like a like a battery-operated toy the way where we want to when we want them to do it. These guys are leaders. They're using their platform in order to promote some of the things they feel like need to be changed in this world. And if you're around here, like I said, being critical of these guys for being role models to your children—if they make mistakes out here in this world—they may cause them to be front page on the on the evening news or the evening newspaper. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man, that's hypocritical. So you can't want them, you know, be role models in one for one minute and then turn around. And then don't want them to be role models because you don't want to hear what they're talking about. I'll be stealing candy bars off laps at the Superdome. <laughs> cries, uh, thank you very much for the two dollars. But I I highly doubt that there's cries up in there. <laughs> uh Brian says, if we would have got rid of Drew, we wouldn't be in this situation. Uh Brian, uh, look. I don't think the Saints should have got rid of Drew Brees. Um, I do feel like Drew Brees falls into that category where he deserves to retire on his own terms. I don't have a problem with that. You know, uh, I I just think that the Saints need to find a way to pay Alvin Kamara. Okay. I think that they need to make something happen here. Um, I I don't know exactly, uh, you know, why, you know, the the contract negotiation talks have kind of stalled. I, I really don't know, but I don't know, man. Drew Brees deserves to retire on his own terms. Uh and I feel like with Gail Benson, Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, I mean, they're they're gonna give Drew Brees. They're gonna give Drew Brees that opportunity to retire on his own terms. Yep, true, TJ. Everyone has their own thoughts, uh feelings, and personal goals, just every one of us. Yeah. You know, I mean, they do. I mean, it's just the truth, but sometimes we're very critical of uh, athletes when these guys uh, have an agenda that is outside of ours, because maybe some of us fall into that category, which we want to be. We want to be the most correct person in the room. We don't want anybody to make us feel any different than the way that we're feeling. You know, I, I, I have to use myself for an example, right? Um, you know, growing up as a kid out there in New Orleans, man, I rarely had any interaction with white people. You know, I, I mean, it's just the truth. Every school that I went to, they didn't have many white people. My, my middle school, my high school was probably about 98, 99 percent black. And, uh, you know, when I as I got older, you know, I was very uncomfortable. You know, what I'm saying like very, you know, what I'm saying like I was very socially awkward around white people because I really didn't know how to have conversations with them. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really didn't know how to have conversations with white people, but you know what I'm saying? Like, as I, you know what I'm saying, started to develop and got older and stuff like that and had more interaction, I was able to understand, uh, you know what I'm saying, white people more, you know what I'm saying? Be able to have conversations with them, be able to talk about different, you know, situations that are going on in life, you know? But the one thing that that, you know, I had to do, I had to remove that fear from my heart that I had. You know what I'm saying? Because in a lot of ways, I I learned that I was afraid of having conversations with white people because I never had it before. And you know what I'm saying? I feel like some of us, we need to remove ourselves from uh, some of the the fears that we have. Sometimes we got to be fearless in order for us to create change in the world. We got to be fearless. We got to be able to have conversations and and, and be able to uh, step outside of ourselves to do that. And we also have to understand that there are different, you know what I'm saying, there are different cultures outside of our own. Some people grew up learning things different ways. You know, some people, you know what I'm saying, ate at the at the dinner table every night. And some people grabbed they they style phone plate or they they glass plate and went go sit on the couch and watch TV. Mama was in the other room, daddy was in the back room, you know what I'm saying? I was in the front room watching the cartoons, eating, you know what I'm saying? So I mean it's it's different. So I just feel like. Uh, It it goes back to the athletes. You know, some of us are getting upset at these guys because these guys grew up in certain er areas that we didn't grow up in. And you're thinking to yourself, well, you're rich. You have more money than me. So why are you complaining? You're not in those elements anymore. But you have to look at it like even though they left the area, some of the guys they grew up with are still there. And they're using their platform in order to elevate and speak for those people that are still in those neighborhoods, and I just feel like people just need to understand that. And if you don't understand that, you need to start using the pronouns: who, what, when, where, why, and how. Okay, start asking questions and finding out what these things really mean to African Americans and African Americans. I feel like you need to start having conversations and stop and stop writing. White people often just, you know, labeling them as racist just because they have a different type of philosophy as you. And, you know, just because a, a black person, you know, has a different opinion as a white person or a Hispanic person or, you know, I'm saying a person of any other culture, you know, it, it does not mean that they want to destroy you, that they want to extinguish you, that they want to take what you have. People just want to be considered equal. And we need to start having these conversations, man. We need to stop being fearless. You know, be be brave. Be brave enough to have conversations. And, and, and applaud these, these guys because, you know, these guys could easily take their money and not do anything. And then we'll probably have a problem with that too. <laughs> Steve Williams uh, says, you're right. His first responsibility is to him and his family. I think that's what we all are doing. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. I I love my family. I love my wife and I love my son. They are the most important things to me in my life. You know, I, I do these shows and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Of course, to, to give you all, you know what I'm saying, great content. But it's also for me to be able to tell my son to follow his dreams one day, you know, like, you know, to follow his dreams, to tell, you know, tell him like, you know, I started out, son, just with an idea and I wanted to talk about Saints football. And the next thing you know, you know what I'm saying, I'm actually doing this, you know, at, as a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I work at a radio station, but doing these podcasts, uh, my passion has turned into a job. I want to be able to tell my son that one day to follow his dreams. And at the same time, I want to let him know, man, this is how you get it done. Okay. So, alvin kamara you know what i'm saying is, is basically setting himself up because i mean a guy doesn't have any kids right now and he's not married i mean he's gonna most likely you know what i'm saying get married have children one day and he's gonna want to be able to take care of his children and he's also understands that the shelf life of a running back is not that long so what are you looking at probably like another six or seven years in the league so this man has to take care of himself and he's going to be alive a lot longer than he is in the nfl So I think that people just need to understand that this guy is just trying to do what's best for him and just trying to uh, make sure that he's financially stable. And we all, like I said, we all trying to do what's best for us. We all trying to do what's in our own best interest. You know, like we're all doing that. You're probably at work right now. Why are you at work? You know, some of you, you know, probably get mad at work, get pissed off. Right. Um, Boss, you know what I'm saying? Keep on getting on your nerves. You're getting frustrated. And there's a part of you sometimes that just want to stand up and walk the hell up out of work. I know I'm telling the truth because I've been there. It's been several times. I mean, before I started working as a broadcaster, I was a store manager. And there was times where the DM would just you know tick me off to a point where I'm like, man, let me get the hell up out of here. But then I thought about the, you know, that the fact that I needed my job, the fact that I had responsibilities, the fact that I had to pay that, the lights, the water, that phone, that gas, you get what I'm saying? So we gotta look at it, you know. Even though those guys in a different tax bracket as us, we gotta look at it as if this is their job, and um, you know they want to make sure they want to make sure they paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and it's important to them. TJ, he just uh, had a cool, unselfish press conference, explained everything. Now he's doing everything he said he wouldn't, but he does not need to get paid though. Uh, but he does need to get paid uh da um let me go ahead and explain this to you okay i i get it and i knew i've seen this before i don't know if you've said this before in the comments da i do check i do uh look at the comments um i, I heard somebody or i've seen somebody say this before but i need you all to understand this okay most uh players they have pr teams they have agents they have spokespersons, they have assistants. Okay. Now when Alvin Kamara was negotiating his contract, I'm pretty sure he had a conversation with his agent and his agent probably told him, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go back to practice. You know, we probably going to be able to work this thing out. And probably the, the contract negotiation stole. So the agent probably went to him and probably told him, Alvin, you know, we trying to really get this thing done. So you might want to hold out, Let just stay at home, you know what I'm saying, and the team is going to understand how serious we are, and they're going to try to hurry up and try to get this contract uh, situation handled. They listen to their agents, folks, because they hire these agents to put them in the best positions to succeed. Why do you think you hear from time to time that some uh, football or basketball players fire their agents and go get with other guys that are considered bulldogs? They listen to these guys. They put their confidence in these guys in order for them to be in a position to make a lot more money. So who's to say that his agent didn't come to him and say, Alvin, look, we, we're going to ask you to hold out. You know That's going to really put the Saints' foot to the fire in order for them to make a deal. So he probably did feel the way that he did during a press conference, but he probably was advised to stay at home. Just like Mark Ingram, for example. I heard people talk about Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was advised by his agent to not answer the phone for anybody from the Saints organization because he wanted five million dollars a year. He wanted at least two years, five million dollars. So he wanted 10 million dollars for two years. And he was advised by his agent to not answer the phone. Sean Payton said that he called Mark Ingram on several occasions. Only for Mark Ingram not to respond to him. Thus, the Saints had to look out for the Saints. Okay. And that's when they decided to go and sign Latavius Murray. And they signed Latavius Murray for about, I say about $4.2 million. Mark Ingram went to Baltimore and he didn't even get $5 million. He got about 4.4. So he didn't even get what he wanted. So he basically packed up his entire family and moved them to Baltimore for. 0.2 point two million you know what i'm saying 0.2 more than you know what i'm saying then he probably they probably would have gave him 4.5 in new orleans so if he probably didn't listen to his agent he probably would still be in new orleans but those what that's what those guys do they listen to their agents man so alvin kamara is sitting at home most likely because his agent told him to it's about leverage folks look regardless of how much we love the saints and, and as much as you know, say people like Michael Thomas rocking soldier rags and stuff like that as he run out the tunnel, these guys want to get paid, no matter how much you know, what I'm saying they bump out to the chopper styles, the local New Orleans rappers, you know, like as much as they do that, these guys want to get paid. If you don't believe me, man, you don't think it's a business, why would somebody like Von Bell, who was on a 13 and 3 team, go to a team that had the worst record in football last season? It's a business, so. in in, in business you know you got to make business decisions and he made a business decision and i'm not mad at that because we would have did the same damn thing if somebody tell you to cut some grass right and it's a big old football field full of grass and they say i'm gonna pay you 50 dollars if you take this not this ride more but this push more and cut this yard you're gonna be like man you out your damn mind right you're gonna want to get paid for what you work. You're going to want the resources, right? You, you're not going to want to push more. You're going to want to ride more because this is a hundred plus yard field and I'll be out here all day and you probably would find me passed out and you're probably going to have to call the ambulance to come pick me up. So in life, how is it that we will think like this? We think like this in our everyday life, but we don't expect football players to think like this as well. We're, we're strategic, right? We're capitalist, right? You know like if, if you have an opportunity to work at a at a job that pays you a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, like you're going to really think about that job. You're going to really try to see, okay, you know what I'm saying, is this in my best interest? Uh, you know so how much money are you getting paid? Is there a 401k? Is there, you know what I'm saying, is there like stock options? Uh, is there a commission? Is there a bonus? Like you you ask these questions, right? You know so so why is it that these players can't do that for themselves? why they can't answer the question why they can't do things for leverage you know if, if you're working for a company you be like I gotta I gotta up and move you ain't gonna try to leverage try to see if they can actually get you a house in a location you're moving from it's all about strategy and we don't like that people I get it we don't like it we don't like it at all because this is Alvin Kamara this is one of our favorite players this is one of the the, you know what I'm saying? One of the guys that we feel like re- we relate to. A guy who walks around the city of New Orleans like he ain't even a celebrity. You know, we get it. But these guys need to get paid. This is a business. This is their job. Okay. Just like you're at a nine to five. This is their uh job. This is considered their nine to five. So I, I don't think, I don't think we need to like completely like just you know, uh, not try to understand these guys, even though they're in a different tax bracket. Cross says some fans don't want to understand how the business side works. Football is a business, always has been. I mean, that's true, Cross. Football is a business. It's no different between you working at where you're working at. Steve says they tell me if uh, you're an own lawyer, you have a fool for a lawyer. Yeah, basically, you know, basically, you need somebody out there that can represent you you know because if you play for like if you're in a long-term relationship man it's just, i mean you're going to catch feelings right you're going to catch feelings and you might you might be one of those people that surrender to certain type of things right like if if you're in love with somebody you know what I'm saying you might try to understand them or you might let them get away with certain things you know, and if you're in an organization, you go to practice every day, you see the coaches, you see the coaching staff, you see the people inside of the building, you see the assistant, you see the secretary, you see all those people. It's only a matter of time before you develop a relationship with those people. And if you sitting down negotiating contracts, you're going to start thinking about all those people. So if you get somebody that don't have a quote unquote dog in the fight, you know what I'm saying? Like, If you don't have, you know what I'm saying, somebody like that, then you might get taken advantage of. So you need that type of person that can be that middleman between you and the organization. My boy wants uh, to secure that bag, pay him. When he was running that ball, everybody was like, can't stop a Kamara, run Kamara his money. Absolutely, Charlotte. I absolutely agree with that. Get a man his money. We need that same energy, you know. We need that same energy what up tj how you doing today like i said yesterday there's nothing to worry about he will get paid yeah i i, I think he's gonna get paid well i don't think i know he's gonna get paid i'm not concerned at all show the man the money james says good morning and god we trust everyone else pay cash <laughs> my big brother ej says uh for the players to produce on the field they must uh fairly get paid all i can say is get your money, Ak. everyone else has. Yep. I mean, you do the job, you get. You, you want your money. You don't want to hear a thousand excuses as to why you can't get your money. I hope we pay him uh, before the other running backs get paid, before Kamara, like Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. Well, I think that this is the waiting game uh, by now. And honestly, they better go ahead, like you said, and pay him, because if somebody like uh, Delvin Cook get paid, and let's just say he get paid a little bit more than and then increase McCaffrey. That's giving that's giving uh Alvin Kamara and his representation more leverage. And then we'll really, you know what I'm saying, be dealing with a cap issue. Uh, but uh, like I said, Alvin Kamara, man, I think he's gonna get paid. Uh, I think he's an incredibly talented running back. I like him a lot. Uh, I just think that he the man, just the versatility that he has just helps the Saints out a, a whole lot. And, and I, I know that the Saints have Ty Montgomery, and I, I know he's doing a lot of great things, and he is talented in his own right, but I don't think he's going to give you the production that Alvin Kamara will give you. Alvin Kamara is special, and uh, he's, he's hard to find. He's one of those guys that, that that come around every few years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you ain't going to be able to find this guy in the next draft. It may take you some years in order to find a guy that can have hands like him and run between the tackles like him and have the balance that he has with the you know with the ability to break tackles, it, it's it's gonna be tough. Ninety-five live said, "Do you think his agent told him to hold out, TJ?" Yeah, I do. You know, I mean, what other what other explanation will we have for a guy going up to the press conference boot and and saying that I'm leaving it up to my agent? You, I mean, you got to look at it that way too, folks. And maybe I don't know, man. I'm majoring in communication in um in, in college. And one class that I had to take uh, was oral interpretations, you know, and also, you know, like that that teaches you about, you know, certain things, uh, you know, like the way that uh, words are being said. And Also, I took a class called interpersonal communications where they tell you about the different forms of communication rather be, you know, saying like body language and stuff like that. So you have to pay attention to what he said. He says, I'm not concerned about that. He says, I'm going to leave that type of stuff up to my agent. So he says, I'm going to leave it up to my agent. So who's to say that his agent didn't tell him to not go to practice? OK, I- I'm just saying. Jerry says, go get that Skrilla. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get that Skrilla. Uh, Jason says, should we trade a Kamara and sign for Fournette? Hell no. No, no, absolutely not. No, no. We should not trade Alvin Kamara and sign Leonard Fournette. No. No, we should not. No way. How far you believe they are apart, in your opinion? I just think about about a couple million dollars. You know, um, I'm hearing I'm hearing like it's just a couple million dollars apart. Apparently, uh, the agent uh, of Alvin Kamara, uh, I guess they didn't really fully Uh, dissect the contract of Christian McCaffrey. So because they didn't, you know, that's the reason why, you know, I guess we're in this position right now. He he thought that Christian McCaffrey got a certain amount of money, but it turns out he he got more than what they thought he got. So I guess they had to go back to the drawing board with that. Uh, Get a percent that he gets paid before week one. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He'll be paid by week one. Uh, if the Saints don't pay him, somebody will. Yep, Corey says yes. Uh, yes, we should. Uh, if you think that the Saints should get uh, Leonard Fournette uh, over Alvin Kamara, you high. What has what has like honestly? What has Leonard Fournette actually done? You know what I'm saying in, in, a, in, in a in a in a in an NFL uniform where somebody would convince him to be a a top 10 this dude like this dude named never in a conversation of top anything so you want to take like a a middle of the pack running back who plays when he wants to right who who gets in trouble on the sideline who shows up late to practice who who has not yet who's got his captain uh badge released i mean taken off of him because of his actions who get in trouble with the president of the whole entire uh uh, team right who going at it with the head coach of the team you want to bring a guy like that in why because he went to LSU okay well we love our LSU Tigers right no matter if they middle of the pack average below average if they went to LSU and they wore that purple and gold sign them to the black and gold look man Leonard Fournette is not a better running back than Alvin Kamara is okay and I will go out on a limb Alvin Kamara at the end of his career will be better and have better stats and be considered among one of the best over Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette needs to get his life in order before he talking talk about going to anybody team. All right, I mean, and, and the thing about it is, what like what makes you think that this guy can get it done with the Saints? The, his running style is com, is com, uh, the complete opposite of what the Saints run. You know, like y'all, is, like the Saints would have to literally change their entire offense. In order to cater to Leonard Fournette. And you're talking about, oh, he'll be happy because he got a chance to win a Super Bowl. Man, these dudes want to get paid. These guys want to get paid. And Leonard Fournette, I ain't paying Leonard Fournette n- not a penny more than I would pay uh, Alvin Kamara. He hasn't earned it. And if people are talking about, man, Alvin Kamara being hurt, my goodness. Leonard Fournette stay with a hamstring pull. So we're going to be right back at these same conversations again. We're going to be at the same conversation again. Oh, Lena Fournette, he went to LSU. Oh, he a beast. Man, Lena Fournette is not better than Alvin Kamara. I'm saying that with my whole chest. He is not better than Alvin Kamara. He doesn't have better hands than Alvin Kamara. He doesn't have better cutback than Alvin Kamara. This guy, like, this guy, do y'all understand this guy came to training camp his second year, 260 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man up here, he're eating bacon, egg, and cheese, McGriddles, big breakfasts whopper juniors and all of a sudden this guy isn't even disciplined enough to hit the field this guy isn't disciplined enough to take care of his body at least you see alvin kamara up in here trying to work on little things to make himself better each and every year so you're going to take a guy who who works on his body who works on his craft every year to get better over a guy that just feels like he entitled come to come to camp 260 pounds out of shape getting winded, couldn't even pass the the, the skills and and fitness test. But you want him to come to the Saints organization over a guy who has been the offensive rookie of the year and has been one of the most productive running backs and dual threats in all of the NFL. All I can say is, what have you been smoking? Straight up. The only reason why people like uh, Leonard Fournette is because he went to LSU. Let's get the bias out of the way and let's look at the reality of it. Okay, three yards in a cloud of dust days are done. All right. Three yards in the cloud of dust days are over. Okay. If you want three yards in the cloud of dust, go to the NFL.com and go search Vince Lombardi versus Johnny Unitas in the Baltimore Coach. Okay. Because you got to be able to run the ball between the tackles and catch the football out of the backfield if you want to be a productive running back in the National Football League. You know what I'm saying? Like, and especially if you're running in the Saints offense, this guy would not be happy. This guy was running the ball 25 to 30 times in Jacksonville. I mean, so his his production is going to be cut in half. Do you not understand that? It will be cut in half. It will, it's going to be cut in half. He's going to go from having about uh, 25 to 30 carries to about 12 to 15 carries. And you think this guy going to be okay with that? And you think that the Saints going to want that? So the Saints who who run the ball sometimes to accommodate for the fact of run, running the football, they're going to go out here and get a guy that – doesn't have the hand, doesn't have strong hands catching the ball out of the backfield, bruh. Where they do that at? I mean, like honestly, man, I love everybody here, but what where, where's the logic? Sometimes, I, I like we got to get our heart out of the way. We got we got to like we got to get our heart out of the way sometimes and look at what what's best for the team. Sean Payton over the past fifteen years has always had a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield and a guy that can run between the tackles. For the first time, we actually have a guy who can do both. Do y'all not understand? If you have a guy that does both, you don't have to go out here and pay for another guy because you can now go out here and get somebody else that you need at another position because you got one guy that can do both of the things that you require of a player. So you're actually saving money by using a guy like Alvin Kamara. I mean, come on, man. Like, like, let's think about this logically. I, you know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Leonard Fournette. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he eat his own worst enemy right now. You show up to camp 260 pounds, man. What? You know what I'm saying? You, you sitting up there, you know what I'm saying, going to We Never Clothes. You know what I'm saying? Getting a high-size on French dress. I mean, come on. Give me a break, man. Like, take care of your body. Show, show some responsibility. Like, honestly, man, this is looking like another version of Eddie Lacy. That, that's what it's looking like right now. I mean, come on, man. Like This is everything that you need to know, and we're going to go ahead and move on, folks. Doug Marone had a press conference on yesterday. Once they released Leonard Fournette, he said we couldn't get a fourth. We couldn't get a fifth. We couldn't get a sixth. We couldn't get a seventh for this guy. We could not get anything for this guy. We couldn't get anything for Leonard Fournette. Ask yourself this question. As talented as you're saying that Leonard Fournette is, why is it that no team wants to commit to this guy? It's only $4.1 million. Only 4.1. Teams have this. Okay, you don't think somebody like the Patriots can sign somebody like Leonard Fournette for 4.1 for a year? You don't think they can do that? You don't think a team, you don't say maybe like the Seattle Seahawks can sign him for 4.1 a year? You don't think somebody like the Miami Dolphins can sign this guy for 4.1 a year? You don't think they can do that? But they didn't, and why? Do you think if Leonard Fournette had a reputation for being an upstanding citizen, well, first off, he wouldn't even be in this position. He'll still be with the Jaguars, but do you think that that somebody wouldn't have picked him up to say, damn, this guy, man, what? They getting rid of him? You crazy? Hello? What you want for him? Ain't nobody say that, but I guarantee you, if the Saints don't decide decide Elvin Kamara, I guarantee you the phone's going to be ringing off the hook because Alvin Kamara is everything right now that Leonard Fournette is not. Corey says Kamara is borderline top 15. That's not true. Put Fournette behind a top three O-line. Uh, he'll be a top three in the game. Yeah. Yep. Like. Okay. I'm going to finish reading that, then I'll tackle this. Kamara can't run between the tackles. That's not true. Uh, His catch percent is 80% uh, with the GOAT, okay? Fournette is 77 with the hot garbage thrown to him. Show me the logic to claim he's not the same level as Kamara and he can't catch. First off, Alvin Kamara can't run between the tackles because him running between the tackles, he averaged five yards a carry, more than Leonard Fournette in his rookie season. Uh, His second year, he ran 4.7 more than Leonard Fournette in his second season. You're saying that the uh, offensive line of the of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars wasn't that good. Well, for some apparent reason, uh the, the one thing that I do remember is um the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, going to the AFC championship game against the New England Patriots, running, you know what I'm saying, behind that same offensive line. So that logic right there, I have to say that I have to disagree with. And you're saying that he's catching the ball out of the backfield at 77%. Well, let me tell you something, Corey. If I go to the, the free throw line twice, right, and I make both free throws, I'm 100%, all right? Who do you think catches the ball more out of the backfield? Is it Alvin Kamara or is it Leonard Fournette, all right? So, you know what I'm saying? You have a guy that can run between the tackles and catch the ball out of the backfield at an alarming, you know what I'm saying, at alarming rate over a guy that might catch the ball out of backfield once or twice a game. If you think that Leonard Fournette is better than Alvin Kamara running, you know what I'm saying, catching the ball out of the backfield, being able to run routes, do you understand that Alvin Kamara sometimes lines up on the outside or lines up in a slot? You will never, ever in your entire life put Leonard Fournette in a slot. This guy cannot run routes like Alvin Kamara. He cannot catch the ball like Alvin Kamara. Now, if you want to talk about being a powerful running back, yeah, you got me with that. But don't say that Alvin Kamara can't run between the tackles when we got footage and highlights of him. Yes, running between the tackles. That don't make like that. Come on, man, knock it off, knock it off. Uh, couldn't get a two piece and a biscuit for him. Exactly, exactly. And this dude, and this dude is this dude is um. I mean, come on, man. If this guy is, if, if this guy is everything that Corey is saying that he is, why don't nobody want him? Is there is there, like think about this, Corey? Is everybody delusional but you? You know what I'm saying? Like, like like, clearly, why would you want to go out here and get a guy who is undisciplined? Bring in a guy that's undisciplined for a guy that is disciplined. I may be wrong, but when uh have the, the internet right now. Sorry, that that's your all right. Sorry, that's my uh, Google. Uh I may be wrong, but when have the Saints ever gave a big contract to a running back? The Saints never gave a contract, a big contract to a running back. But who's to say that he is going to get, you know what I'm saying, a big time contract? The man just want to get paid what he's work. Who 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 are, who are we to say what this man is asking for? We just automatically just assume just cuz he hold it out. You know what I'm saying? Like he just want this substantial amount of money. This man man wants to get paid what he is worth. He wants to get paid what he's worth. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with a man and a human being wanting to get paid what he's worth? And look, if I'm not getting my money and I'm being super productive, you trust and believe I'd be sitting at home my damn self. I would. We talking about Kamara. I don't understand why fans saying don't pay him. Oh, my God. Where's the real Saints fans That This is crazy, like that man don't deserve his money. It's because he's asking for money. That's the reason why. It's because he's asking for money. And, and fans are like, how dare he ask for money? How dare he? He ain't did this. He ain't did that. But let me ask you this, man. What do you think the Saints' running game would be if it wasn't for Alvin Kamara? Alvin Kamara is a threat even when he doesn't have the ball. Alvin Kamara uh, you know, requires a linebacker to shadow him even when he ain't touching the football. How do you think the Saints offense would be ran if Alvin Kamara wasn't there? Alvin Kamara is, is a benefactor. You know what I'm saying? It's beneficial to the offense, even when he doesn't even have the ball in his hand. I have yet to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the Saints offense without Alvin Kamara would not be the offense that they are now. You Like I said, people are losing their mind if you think that Alvin Kamara isn't a big deal to this team. Like, I don't know where y'all logic at. Like I said, maybe y'all haven't been Saints fans for a long time. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe y'all just been drinking a Kool-Aid of success for the past 15 years. But the Saints have not been that good, okay? They have not been that good. Some of y'all just reaping a benefit and been grandstanders for the last 15 years. And maybe you don't understand how far this team has come and what big of a deal this guy is to an offense, especially a Sean Payton's offense. Do y'all not understand the art of schemes, okay? Just because a guy runs for a 1,000 yards on one team don't mean he'll run for a 1,000 yards on the other team. I mean, look no further than Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham has 16 touchdowns with the New Orleans Saints. Jimmy Graham was lined up on the outside catching passes, had his best year statistically with the New Orleans Saints. He goes to the Seattle Seahawks. They asked him to be a blocking tight end, as well as a pass catcher and he could not do it what happened to his numbers they went down analytically he went down he went from being one of the most well-known tight ends people putting him in the same conversation as gronk to being a mere shell of his former self don't tell me that schemes don't make guys better than what they actually are you know what i'm saying don't tell me that they have guys out there that fit certain schemes And because they are in those schemes, it makes them successful. So don't tell me that the Jacksonville Jaguars, because Leonard Fournette was running the ball 25, 30 times, oh, he'll be better than Leonard Fournette. The way that the Saints are structured is not catered to a running back like Leonard Fournette. It is only a matter of time with the ego that that dude actually have to want to be great, to want to be the guy that stands out. It's only a matter of time before he gets into it with Sean Payton and the organization because everybody is not like Latavius Murray and going to sit on the sidelines and not play a, a half of football and be okay with it and ready to rock and roll the next week. No, 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 no. Don't talk to me about that. Don't talk to me about that. There is a such thing as schemes and he would not, he will not fit into the scheme of the new Orleans Saints. Kamara is a worth top 15, 20 running back pay. Super productive, seven hundred ninety-seven yards, five hundred twenty-two receiving. But he's super productive. Uh That running back stat uh, not top five to ten money. Are you talking about last year when he had a torn MCL? Are you talking about that? Are you talking? Are you talking about that? Are you talking about the fact that the man clearly had a torn MCL? Are you talking about the fact that the doctors of the new of the New Orleans Saints and Alvin Kamara's personal doctor? who came on the New Orleans Saints podcast, I encourage you to watch, and told them what the guy was going through and what the magnitude of his injury was and how it limited him from doing certain things. So we're going to hold a guy accountable for having a torn MCL and has 797 yards. Okay, so that means what? He was about 203 yards away, you know what I'm saying, from having a th- I mean, 1,000 you know, yards. That's pretty damn incredible if you ask me. With a torn MCL, and he still had over 1,100 all-purpose yards with a torn MCL? Give me a break. And the thing about it is this guy did this, and he didn't even have to. And how can we fix our lip as Saints fans? How can we fix our lips to criticize this dude? When this dude showed us he was team first, Nobody should ever think that this guy is selfish. Nobody should ever think that this guy doesn't deserve his money because most players in the position that he was in would have sat on the sidelines and thought about that bread and you would not have seen him. And we really would have had something to talk about then. The fact that this man almost ran for a 1,000 yards with a torn MCL is incredible. Unbelievable. That That just validates my point that this guy needs to get paid. Okay? Now, if we're talking about top three running back money, Okay, you have an argument with that, but let's not act like this guy doesn't deserve between thirteen and fourteen million dollars a year. Okay, sixteen. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's that, that is for the Zeke Elliotts and the Christian McCaffreys, the guys that are every down base. But let's not act like this guy doesn't deserve top five running back money when the Saints, offensively, look like a completely different team when he's not in the lineup. But like I said, bring, bringing up the stats that he had last year. With a torn MCL, you know, I don't feel like that's fair. But since we're talking about this in 2007, okay, in 2019, right, as a backup, he had 797 rushing yards. In 2018, he had 883 yards. And in 2017, he had 728 yards. So he had 20, this guy has 27, 27 touchdowns in three years 27 touchdowns in three years he has 81 catches in all three years so look how much production that this guy has given to this team you know what i'm saying look how much production this guy ran for 728 yards excuse me not 797 he ran for 797 his rookie season 728 yards in his third year and this guy still you know what i'm saying like with a torn mcl that is man that is incredible like what are we talking about here like what what are we on your grandmother says, give the man his money. I've been in watching the Saints for years. Give him his money. Yeah, man, shout out to my grandmother, man. My grandmother, if you're talking about somebody that's certified as a Saints fan, been watching the Saints since 1967. So if my grandma, if grandmama, I love you, grandmama. I love you. I know you're probably watching this right now. Give the man his money, okay? I'm with my grandma on that, okay? Give that man his bread, his skrilla, his green guys, his his, his green backs. This, this is ridiculous. Like honestly, folks, this this is ridiculous. You're high, bro. Fournette is the same type of back as Ingram. No, you're high. You're high. The, like you ought to be embarrassed to even be putting this guy in the same conversation as Mark Ingram in the, at this stage of his career. Like 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 honestly, man. Like you got to be high. Like don't even put Leonard, like don't even put Leonard Fournette in the same conversation as Mark Ingram. Like Mark Ingram is a professional. Mark Ingram is a leader. Mark Ingram is a guy that's a fire starter. Mark Mark Ingram is a guy that, that that earns respect. Leonard Fournette has done absolutely nothing since he got into the league when it comes to respect at all. Team didn't even really care for the dude. You know, like come on. Don't even put like nah, knock it off. Like I said, man, like he, he has done absolutely nothing to garner no type of respect at all. Don't even put him and Mark Ingram in the same conversation. Mark Ingram, you know what Mark Ingram gonna do? As much as we used to criticize Mark Ingram and in Who That Nation, Mark Ingram will fumble one week. And the next week, this guy will go off for 140 yards. That's passion. Leonard Fournette, he'll go. You know what I'm saying? Like if he feels like the defense is having his number throughout the entire game, he gonna phone it in it like a cheap tent. Don't believe me? Go watch the University of Alabama game. Go watch some of the games that when he was playing in the AFC South, when the Colts was shutting him down, he couldn't get no production. Go go and watch some of those games. Mark Ingram took it personal. Mark Ingram took it personal. When he fumbled the football, Mark Ingram took it personal when he didn't get over 50 yards in a game. Leonard Fournette and Mark Ingram, not even in the same conversation, not even in the same conversation. Knock it off. Like, and this guy got man go like, knock it off. Like what this dude, like like this dude come to camp 260 pounds. The team drafted you for overall to change the change the the entire, uh, you know, I'm saying structure of the team. And you can't answer the call like knock it off knock it off That man like man i ain't even to disrespect how are you gonna disrespect mark ingram like that man tj you look just like your grandma <laughs> that's not that's not my grandma man that's my mama <laughs> that's my mama in the chat man carolyn jones is my mom yeah so yeah so yeah i do look just like my mom and, and, and my grandma, man, come on, man. My, my mom, how younger, my mom look, you think that's my grandmother? Man, knock it off. <laughs> shouts out to my mom, man. My grandmother just my grandmother just probably watching the show, man. So shouts out to my grandmother. Uh my mom probably just got the phone and probably let my grandmother see it. TJ, for one, uh, how Corey gonna count his money. They only hate because of who he is. I don't want to say that, man. Corey been a car carry member of the Who that Nation for a while. And and Corey, you know what I'm saying, has a good point. You know what I'm saying? Corey been Corey been on this on this page and been rocking the channel for a long time. This is just a debate, you know what I'm saying, between me and him. I mean, we always go at it. Corey always uh Corey always uh has something, you know, to say. Sometimes like we sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree. But I disagree with him on this one, man. He's he bringing a passion out of your boy today uh don't play your people uh, pay your people (laughs) I I like that I like that uh Derek says Alvin is too valuable to just give up on him yep y'all are losing your minds I can't believe we are having this conversation like I really can't I cannot believe I cannot believe we're having this conversation like this is unbelievable this is unbelievable that we're having a conversation about Alvin Kamara earning deserving some money like this is crazy uh, tragic uh, 504 says if you lease a car and it, it blows a piston would you be willing to keep and buy it or at another new vehicle A.K. more closer to a acl uh blowout now thank you for for the 499 man i'm keeping alvin kamara i'm sorry i'm keeping alvin kamara you're right tj fournette hasn't done nothing in the nfl but behind the saints O line he will get the job done i don't trust him I don't I don't trust him I don't trust him and I just don't think they I just don't think he a good fit for the Saints in all seriousness Saints uh won't sign him though they just don't uh sign LSU players I don't even think that's it man dude just man y'all man this man just go back and read some of them articles man y'all see what I'm talking about as far as uh Leonard Fournette like some of the things he's done you know, Showing up late to practice, the disrespect of Tom Coughlin, a two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, being on the sidelines when his team told him not to be on there, you know what I'm saying, like criticizing the plays on the field while, while the team is out there, you know what I'm saying, criticizing the coaching staff when guys are supposed to be buying in, but that's the type of guy that y'all want on his team. Oh, but it's the Saints locker room he can bring them in and you can wrap your arms around them and hold them and say, we are the world. We are the children. Like, man, knock it off. Like sometimes guys got to be held accountable. And this guy, this guy right now is toxic to the team. Now, if he goes somewhere else and he does a good job, then good for him. But this guy needs to resurrect his career before he start talking about anything before he started talking about him starting on anybody team for real. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to have nobody, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's committed more to the cheeseburger than he is to the team. You know, like, for real. Saints need to sign AK and Marcus Williams. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Fournette isn't what the Saints are looking for as a player and as a person. My, I agree. I don't think he's toxic. Uh, I disagree with that. Why would a team that draft you fourth overall, cut you right why would they cut you if you're a fourth pick overall a, a team should have zen like patience with you okay they should have the patience of a monk they should have the patience of job with you okay because they drafted you so highly i mean they, they are counting on you to be successful this team said bump you get the heck up out of here okay like we don't want nothing to do with you think about that he is the fourth pick overall. Fourth pick overall, and he's no longer with this team. Come on, man. How many times, like, how many times have, I mean, come on, even like let's look at Carson Wentz, for example, right? Carson Wentz, uh, he was the second pick overall, right? Carson Wentz has torn his ACL, his MCL, his LCL, his NAACP, his FBI. He has tore tore everything, right? But still, Philadelphia gave this guy one of the highest paid contracts for a quarterback. And right now he's still hurt, but they have not given up on him. Question, why is it that a team is willing to do something like that for Carson Wentz, who has proven that he could be considered a little bit fragile and damaged goods, but a team would not want to commit to a guy that went two places after him, drafted him, they they willing to just let you go and don't even you know, try to reconcile with you at all. Like, come on. And we all know if he was worth it, the team would have got rid of Doug Marone before they got rid of him. Listen, Alabama doesn't recruit bum running backs. People forget Kamari is originally a Crimson Tide running back. Alvin Kamari is the real deal and deserves respect and money from our Saints. I believe in AK-41. Yeah, me too. I believe in him, but I just think that, I just think that people, you know, people just love guys that they recognize. They love names, you know, and they definitely love LSU Tigers, you know. It, I think sometimes Saints, Saints fans, if they can give up every play on the team and just have LSU it, all the players come down from Baton Rouge to New Orleans, they'll love that. you know. So, mm. I hope AK Holdout does not last too long. I hate uh, what, uh, what happened to Melvin Gordon, Zeke, and Bell. Get it done, Saints. Sign the man. I mean, it's what Steve White said yesterday. You know, he said teams don't really want to pay running backs. They don't want to pay them. They, they don't want to pay these guys. But it, it just—it's just about leverage, man. And I think—I think the Saints gonna pay him. Wentz is a team player. Not from what I heard, Vanessa. I mean, we heard about all these different stories about how the team preferred um, Nick Foles over him. How when Nick Foles uh, ended up going back into the lineup, the year where he actually played the Saints in the playoff, the team built a shrine in his locker room for him. They loved Nick Foles way more than they loved Carson Wentz. They had more respect, way more respect for, Carson, I mean, for Nick Foles than they had Carson Wentz. So even though you may say that he was a team player, Vanessa, that's not the case because his team didn't really care that much for him. They felt like he thought he was up here and they were down there. But with Nick Foles, they felt like they were equal. And he was their guy, so I don't think it's about being a team player. It's not. And then you know what I'm saying, like, how is it that this team decided to pay him? They paid him because he was the second pick overall. And if, like I said, if and all the things that had happened to Carson Wentz over the past few years, and the team is willing to still give you that money, that tells you how much they invested in you. The like I said, the Jacksonville Jaguars would have got rid of. Uh, Doug Marone, if uh Leonard Fournette would have meant that much to him, but Doug Marone is still there and Fournette looking for a job. TJ, what do you think? Um, Alvin Kamara is asking for probably about 13 to 14 million dollars. uh, I think I don't think the money is the issue, I think the years may be the issue right now. Jamaica says, Oh, we don't need Fournette, but we definitely need AK. Pay the man his money. he deserves like why are we having this convo we pay Taysom we should pay AK <laughs> I, I ain't really hear too many people had a problem with that either but that's another story for another day I'm definitely not a LSU fan I rock with them dogs hell state all day I'm sorry to hear that brother <laughs> LSU put the players in the league but them boys from the state uh, get that payday for real for real I agree with that I agree with that Mississippi State well, I know I kind of I have to take that back because Dak still ain't get his money. <laughs> Even though he deserve his money, man. Dak deserves his money. Pay that man too. I'm hearing that Wentz finna get uh his spot took by uh Jalen Hurts. Yep. Yep, it looks that way. And it, don't let him play good. Might end up seeing Carson Wentz playing for somebody else. Y'all might see uh Carson Wentz in New Orleans one day. You never know. Uh thanks, Kimo. Who that? TJ is guaranteed money to uh, the issue. You think? Nah, I don't think so. I think it's the years. I think the years is the issue. DLP says uh, jazz couldn't get a late round pick for him. Nobody wanted to trade for him. DLP. My point. Exactly. Brother. My point. Exactly. Nobody wanted anything for him. Nobody called him up. Nobody like, like nobody called him up and said, man, look here, man, I got this. uh, You know what I'm saying? I, I got these grand biscuits from Pillsbury. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? I can get that to you. Nobody said nothing. Now you couldn't get that for him. You know what I'm saying? Like they they couldn't get nothing for him. You know what I'm saying? Like they couldn't trade this guy away. It's like it's like having an old couch and you just put it outside your house. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you, it just sits out there and the dentist starts rain getting rained on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nobody wanted it. Like nobody wanted this guy. Like that's man, that speaks volumes. Volumes. I, I mean, I, I don't understand it. This guy was out here, available, and we acting like we just found. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? The legends of Curly's gold around this thing, you know what I'm saying? For those that ever seen a movie City Slickers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we acting like we, you know what I'm saying? Like we, like we got some gold that Indiana Jones was looking for or something like that. Come on, man! Like the, like, like what, what is really going on here? Like, no, no team wanting him. No, no team wanting him. Even the Saints. Okay, you don't think the Saints? Okay, honestly, you don't think the Saints had an opportunity to try to get Leonard Fournette? Okay, you don't think that there, there could have been a possibility that this could happen? Do you think, I mean, the Saints were one of those 30, uh, 31 teams that didn't want anything for them, so keep that in mind, too. TJ, do you believe we will have a top five defense this year? Uh, top five might be a little bit of a stretch. I'll say top ten. If the Saints want uh to continue with a strong running game, then the running backs deserve what they're worth. We lost Ingram over 1 million. It was less than that Vanessa. Nelson. It, it was less than that. You know, it was less than that. He wanted two, he wanted two years, 10 million dollars. Like I said, he ended up getting, I want to say, I want to say four point five, no, four point seven from Baltimore. So I mean, like I said, this man moved up, moved his whole family. For an extra two hundred thousand dollars, okay, that, that's that's how much he just moved up uprooted his family for. How many thousand yard seasons has Kamara had? Uh, he never had a thousand yard rushing season. Big, I mean, but to his, I mean, like to his uh defense, how many uh how many running backs have the Saints had that had multiple thousand yard seasons? You know, I mean, Mark Ingram did towards the tail end of his career. But you have to you have to look at it like Mark Ingram, you know what I'm saying? Mark Ingram was that guy that was the, the starter on the team. Alvin Kamara, this was his first year as a full-time starter, and he got hurt. He missed a few games, and he still had 728 yards. So who's to say if he didn't miss those few games, he wouldn't have rushed for 1,000 yards? Pillsbury Biscuits. Yeah, that's right, man. He couldn't get that for that boy. A.K. All day, pay him what he deserves. Tragic says I don't think Kamara will be there week one, and Peyton will try to call run plays like Dicker in the 85 bed out of spite. I don't think so. I think I think uh, Sean Payton knows man, these guys are trying to get their money. I mean, but Sean Payton never had that problem because he always get paid. Uh, so T.J., you're thinking we should give him four years, thirteen point five, yep, something like that. Something like that, 13.5. I'll give him that. That ain't bad. Fournette needs to go somewhere and rebuild his image. Stay healthy, make some noise, then maybe he will get another contract. Look, if Leonard Fournette goes out here, balls out, be a professional, uh, you know what I'm saying, and, and carries the load, then I'll just get up here and, you know, I apologize to him. But as of right now, man, like, Leonard Fournette ain't it he ain't it. You know, he he is not it. Like this guy has a lot of things that he needs to work out. This guy came into the league too arrogant, too cocky, uh too full of himself. Uh you know like man, nah, that ain't it. That that just not it. Like I don't, I don't care how how much production you putting up. It's only a matter of time if you have like the type of personality that he has been portraying over the last few years, only a matter of time before uh, you cause a, a whiff in a, in, a, in the locker room, and I don't want that. TJ, do you think if the Bucks get Fournette, do we win Week One? Uh, yep. AK definitely wants higher price than probably Saints will be willing to pay. Well, they'll figure out something. How can people say he was not durable when he only missed games for a concussion from a helmet to helmet on a torn knee? Besides, he put it he put up his numbers, paid a man. I don't know either. I can't believe this conversation has been going on as long as it has. And I cannot believe they have so many people out here that believe that this man don't deserve his scrilla. I mean, it's it's, wow. Wow. What a a difference a contract made. Y'all really realize Sean Payton trying to make sure Breeze gets his 300 plus. We don't run the ball like we should. And it shoots us in the foot every year, Justin. Every year. Uh, He reads one of mine. Uh, He read one of mine. Yeah, man, I mean, I try to read as many as I can. Sometimes the chat go pretty fast, 985. Uh, that sounds right for him. Joe laughing. Uh, Bobby says he also uh, can pass, catch, and he can throw the ball out of backfield. I know y'all seen him throw that pass to Josh Hill, so that's another thing he can do. Stop the 98 k when he is one of the faces of the league. Absolutely. I'm telling you, let that man go somewhere else. I don't want like if, if Alvin Kamara goes somewhere else, man. Please, like I, I'm I'm telling you right now, like don't come to the State of the Saints podcast complaining about what he's doing for another team. Like don't do not, man. What we got? We should have kept him. I don't hear. I do not want to hear. Okay, look, like I said, man. I'm giving a I'm I'm giving out crow two for one around week eight. Okay, anybody that wants to uh come in and, and, and get some of this crow that they're gonna be, you know, what I'm saying. They, they're going to have to eat wrong. week eight because Alvin Kamara is going to prove all of you wrong. OK, I'm asking you to pe- please come. And I'm also like like, you know, when I used to go to church when I, you know, when I was back at home, my grandfather, you know, he used to preach. And then they used to do something called opening up the doors of the church. OK, and when you open up the doors of the church. They put a chair out there right in the middle in front of the pulpit. And he asks if anybody wants to come you know what I'm saying, join the church, or do they have something to say, all right, so this is what I'm going to do, when Alvin Kamara out there beasting this season, okay, because he's fully healthy, I'm going to open up the doors of the State of the Saints podcast church, you know what I'm saying, so to speak, and I want the people that was out here talking all that noise, I mean, single foul line, please, okay, don't push on your way to the front, all right, I mean, there's room, we got time, I want you to go ahead and sit down or stand wherever your preference is and let everybody know how wrong you were. Okay. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear about people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear people acting like they didn't uh, say what they said. I don't want people to be like, Oh snap. I was wrong, man. Let me go back into the chat and go ahead and delete some of the things I said. Cause I don't want it to be used against me in the court of public opinion. I don't want to hear any of that. I'm going to open up the doors of the church I'm going to ask you all to sing a hymn, and we're going to allow these people to come to the front, single file line. Like I said, you ain't got to push, no elbow shoving or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? We, we ain't got to act like they shooting in a club, and I want you all to talk about how wrong you were. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want you to talk about how wrong you were, and I want you to apologize to Alvin Cabar for acting like this guy ain't a beast. That is what I want, okay? That is what I want from you all, okay? We'll even hum as you say it. We're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we we'll even hum for you, okay? But make sure that you say it with your whole chest, okay? Don't turn to the side here. Don't turn to the side there. Say it with your whole chest. That's what I want. That, that is what I want. Because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people, going to be eating some barbecue. Stir fried baked crow around his mug. That, that's, what, that's what's gonna happen. That, that's what's gonna happen. Julia said, TJ, make sure you're also available to come in front of the congregation. I don't have to come in front of congregation. I, I look, I, I've yet to have to come in front of the congregation yet. You know, what I mean? like the only time I ever had to come, well, I take that back. The only time I ever had to come in front of congregation was to talk about Teddy Bridgewater. But Julius, I want you to be first in line, brother, because like I said, you you are talking some mad, mad stuff about Alvin Kamara. So I don't want to be around week eight. I don't want to have to go looking for you, man. I won't be like, you know, what I'm saying like this. I won't be like, you know, what I'm saying looking like that. I want you to come to the front of the congregation. I want you to say it with your whole chest. I want you to say it with conviction. Like, honestly, man, I want to feel that. Like I feel the famous speech by Martin Luther King, the "I Have a Dream" speech. I want to feel that like the Michelle Obama speech at the Democratic National Convention. I want to feel that speech with my whole heart. Okay, no, don't you know? I, I, I give. I even give you some water, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, make sure that you have some limits so you can clear your throat to be fully cleared. Make sure that you have drank some water. You know what I'm saying? So everybody can understand what you're saying and apologize to this man around week eight when this man proves you wrong, and you'll be like, man, you know what? Man, this man a beast. Because I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people said the same thing about Michael Thomas. Man don't deserve his money, yada, 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 yada. But I have yet to see people come and apologize. I even allowed him. I even allowed him to do it. But it looked like crickets under that under that post. It looked like crickets. Nobody was you, you know I like when you watch those Western movies and you see that little bell of hay just going across the dirt. That's what it looked like in that in that those comments when it comes to Michael Thomas. That's what it looked like. So I don't want that same energy for Alvin Kamara. That's all I'm saying. Come to the front of the congregation. We're gonna open up the doors of the church, we're gonna harmonize for you, and we're gonna allow you to sit there and talk about how wrong you were. That's all I'm saying. We're going to read a few more. We're going to get up out of here, folks. This has been fun, man. Shouts out to Julius. You know, Julius, man, like, uh, shouts out to man, so many people out here, man, making this show fun. You know, like I said, man, that's that's the best thing about it. Like, you know, being Saints fans, we're going to have difference of opinion, but at least we can have fun with it at the same time. Uh, Dwayne says, the reason the Jazz couldn't get uh, unloaded for net for even a fifth round is because his team uh, would have to to take on a rookie contract, which is way too high for any team to take on the Jags. Yeah, I I agree. I agree to a certain extent, but $4.1 million. And you didn't even have to pick up his fifth year option because you actually take the contract that the Jacksonville Jaguars gave him and they didn't opt into his fifth year option. So all you would have to pay on was $4.1 million. So, you can get some type of reduction for $4.1 million, which um, most teams probably pay running backs, you know, that are on the free agent market. What up TJ? I really only listen to you and big Q. I think they should pay the man. It's super bowl or bust. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of big Q, man, big Q is going to be on the show this week, man. So uh big Q is nice enough to uh, be a part of the state of the saints podcast this week. So, Looking forward to for him to be on the show, man. Y'all, y'all make sure y'all check it out. TJ, uh, be sure you have that who that communion so they can wash down that crow. Yeah, and and, you know, you know, we we definitely gotta do that. You know, we definitely gotta have like we like we're not going to uh treat this like a a day old Popeye chicken biscuit, you know what I'm saying? We want to make sure. That we give you some water as well, okay? We're not just gonna give you the wafer. The wafer can get a little dry, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, in and, and, and my case, growing up, we didn't even have the wafers. My grandmother, you know, she used to take like the saltine crackers, you know what I'm saying, and, and take the little gloves and crumble them up and stuff like that. So when you eat those crackers, man, your throat grit a little dry, you know what I'm saying? And and that grape juice just hit the spike, you know? <laughs> so we're gonna make sure we got that grape juice all day, all day, Welch's sugar-free you know, gotta be sugar-free man because i'm a type one diabetic you know what i'm saying so but we're gonna have some so are gonna have something you can wash down that crow with okay we we got you settled okay we're gonna have that welch's sugar-free grape for your boy jonathan said just because someone is stupid enough to pay someone means uh then they well let me read let me read that again just because someone is stupid enough to pay someone more than then he is worth um Look, I don't think I don't think uh, the Saints are going to. Uh, I don't think the Saints going to break. You know, what I'm saying break the bank trying to pay him. But let's not pretend like this guy don't deserve his money, and let's not act like this guy hasn't been productive. Uh, my boy T Dirty, <laughs> Julius said, "Man, I love your show, my brother. I look forward to it every day." Julius, man, I love you, man. Man, straight up, bro. Like I said, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy these type of shows. Like, sometimes, like, some, like it's it's fun, you know what I'm saying, to, like, joke around. But it, it's also fun to have debates and stuff like that, too. It, it's fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it's what it's about, man. Like, every family, you know, have disagreements. But at the end of the day, they still family. I love all y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Corey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know Corey, you know what I'm saying? He feels strongly about Leonard Fournette. Um, but, I mean, Corey, man, is always – man, Corey always has a strong opinion, man. I, I respect the hell out of him. He always come through. And um, he is on person, man. I, I definitely, uh, you know, I definitely respect him for that. But we're going to go ahead and, uh, hold on, what, what Tragic says, uh, Buffalo Trace communion Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, we're going we gonna to make sure we have something on deck for y'all to uh, wash down that crow with. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. I really do appreciate it. This show has been fun. Um, I'm going to keep you up to date um, from the latest for the latest on uh, Alvin Kamara's contract. And I'm asking you all to please uh, subscribe to uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, search the State of the Saints podcast. Really trying to push that audio podcast, man. and I really need your help. So if you have not subscribed to the audio podcast yet, please do. We're trying to get those numbers up because. I'm going to start doing uh, podcasts exclusively like I'm not going to be just doing these videos. I'm going to be doing exclusive audio podcast. That's going to consider we're going to have guests on the show. We're going to be having like all type of different type of content that is not going to be available on YouTube and Facebook. So please subscribe uh, to iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Anchor FM. Please, um, I'm just asking you all. I, I don't ask for much. I'm just asking you all to please take the time, take a few minutes, uh, to go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, search the State of the Saints podcast, and and follow. That, that's all I'm asking. Okay. Thank you all so much for your time. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all for your love and your support. Continue to inbox me any questions that you have. Uh, thank you all for the motivation and the love that you have shown. Thank you for making a month of August one of the best months for the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, I really have been enjoying uh, some of the comments and also giving you all some of the, you know, some of the best content I possibly can. And once again, we're only just begun till next time. All I got to say is who that?